Welcome back to the Sudesh Podcast. In the previous episode, we heard how Guru Hargobind had this conversation with Baba Buddhaji, how he decided that you know there was nothing that he could do but carry out what Baba Buddhaji had said in regard to essentially becoming the son-in-law of Akazi, Rustam Khan. So Guru Hargobind that day randomly went out for a ride down the path around the Mozang area of Lahore. And as fate would have it, Kaulan, the daughter of that Qazi, was at a window and saw Guru Hargobind. And she immediately fell in love. She came outside to look at the Guru properly. And it was at that moment when her father saw this and he was extremely pissed off. He then started to whip Kaulan, who was eventually saved by her mother. So chapter 19 now begins describing how Kaulan's mom had picked her up and brought her inside. Kaulan was just yelling out in pain. She was then placed on this very soft bed. Her mom then started to treat her wounds. And she then looked over at her husband and started swearing at him for hurting their daughter. And the mother stayed with uh, Kola for some time, comforting her before then getting back to her work. Uh, But before that, she called a servant to sit there and help uh, her daughter out as well. So Kola, though she, she was in extreme pain physically, She's also in pain mentally from the separation she felt uh, from Guru Hargobin. So she was crying out in pain. And the servant there, she understood the depth of Kola's pain. So she then said, you know, she asked in a secretive manner, she said, Kola, who were you looking at? Who was it that your dad was not even able uh, to stop you from looking at? So Kola then told her servant the entire story saying, I don't know anything about that person. I just randomly saw him and he just captured my mind. I had no control over my awareness. My whole body froze up. And when my father was beating me, he did mention his name, the Hindu Guru, whose face was so beautiful, the great and unique Guru Hargobind, who had such an appearance of a Maharaja, a great king. What type of analogy or comparison can I give Uh, you about him you know there's really no other person in the world like him my father in beating me has done such a virtuous act by reciting the guru's name so i may know who my beloved is so oh servant please help me and go out find wherever he resides i'll give you great amounts of wealth if you do this and if you're able to save and rescue me there's no greater charity than to save someone's life so please go out and find where they live The servant heard this and told her everything, saying, Oh, I've already seen them many times. His encampment is so close to ours down the road. Countless people come to worship them. They go to see the Guru with great love, as if the Guru would remove all the pain of death from them. You know, thousands of these people come to bow down, you know, such that they are saved in the afterlife. There's always a great crowd around that encampment from all sides, and they offer the Guru things, you know, very expensive items such that all of their pain is removed so Kaulan listening to this she was just so happy she just blossomed forth it was as if a poor person had come across the Kalap tree a mythic Indic tree which provides anything you desire from it and then she said to the servant you know blessed blessed are you you've 
removed all my worries and anxieties. So please, go and tell the Guru about my pain in any way you can do it. Whether they want to hear it or not, just go there and I'll give you a letter. Just read it out to them. Go there and read this letter. I'll write to them, which will tell them how I've greatly fallen in love with such an esteemed Guru. A king does not know who's on their side until they come and see people and then those people show them love and in the same way tell him that in mind and body I am their servant I'll serve them for no money at all the servant replied back saying oh well uh, how will I go and say this they don't know me I've never gone there how will I just go there amongst all of those men you know you got to tell me some way to do this maybe you should write on this letter your whole story how your father beat you how you are in so much pain and how much you love him so much so that you can then request so that you can then request to them over and over again in that letter uh, so that he can trust and believe in your love so listening to this Golan was overjoyed she said thank you so much this is perfect you've made me well again I've forgotten about all my pain so please go now and get me a pen and some paper so the servant then saw the Qazi's box of ink she brought it over and Kola then dipped her pen into the ink. She started to write the letter and she started off with a salutation to the Guru. It said, the punishments handed down by death himself are removed from viewing you. With this desire, countless have come to receive your darshan. And then below that, Kola then started the letter saying, you know, many people praise you like this. But what happened to me was the exact opposite. I have a doubt in my mind about this. Is this a lie? Or is my fate just reversed? I received your darshan for just a small moment. My mind was drenched in the desire of love. And for that one moment, I received beatings handed out to cowards. And that's why I'm asking about this. For those who receive your darshan every day, who listen to your words with great love, they then deserve to be beat down consistently, all the time. As if they are like thieves who are stealing amrit from the experience of seeing you. You are the master of the material and the spiritual, yet you didn't see this happen to me. I hear you are called a great beard, but you didn't see this great pain I was in. This is why I have a great doubt in my mind. So Kola, she wrote this sophisticated letter like this and sent it off with her servant. She said to the servant, you know, if you want to save my life, then just get this letter just once into the hands of the Guru and then tell me what they say back in a reply. I'll give you endless supply of jewelry, wealth, fancy embroidered, colorful clothing. I'll always be thankful to you. You would have saved my life. So in the evening, when it got dark, the servant thought, okay, this is a good time to go. So she got dressed in very fancy and beautiful clothing. After cleaning herself up, she headed towards the encampment and in getting close, she saw a sick a little bit outside the encampment and she asked him please help me get this letter into the hands of the guru quickly so that sick then took the letter he quickly headed over to the guru passed it over guru hargobind opened the letter and in reading it understood the whole deal guru hargobind recognized how much love this letter was written with and on that very letter he turned it around and then he wrote those who have come aboard on our ship, their material and spiritual needs are taken care of. Those who have not come aboard, 
those people are not protected. This is how the great ones of the past have worked. So Guru Hargobind wrote this on the back of the letter. He handed it to that Sikh who then went outside the encampment, passed this over to the servant. That Sikh told that woman everything about how Guru Hargobind wrote this message on the back of the letter. The servant was so happy. She took the letter back home to Kola. She told her everything. Kola, she took the letter. She hid the letter from everybody and quietly walked towards a little small lamp there and opened it up. When she'd read the letter, she was just overwhelmed. She was just reading it over and over again with great love. She then grabbed that little ink box again and dipped her pen in it and started writing again in private. It was as if she was pouring her heart out on the paper when she wrote, O oh, cherisher of the poor, please listen to me. With all my mind and body, I've climbed on your ship. Please take care of me and grab me with your arms. I will be your servant and serve you endlessly. So either you push me ahead on your ship with your hands or with my hands, I'll place a noose around my own neck. Living in my father's house is like living gripped with a severe illness. I don't want to die in this house without seeing you again. I'll drink a strong poison if you don't accept my wishes. I won't live even an instant longer if you deny my plea. So Kolan wrote this reply and then sent it again to her servant. That servant then ran quickly. She reached again the Guru's encampment. Guru Hargobind got that letter in his hand. He recognized Kolan's undivided love there and told Kolan's servant, Tell her to stay strong and keep her resolve. I will fulfill her desire. When we head out to Amritsar, I'll take her along with me. We won't be staying here long in Lahore. We will be getting ready to leave in the next couple of days. So the servant heard this and was overjoyed. She then went back to the house. She was careful not to let anyone see her come or go. And when she got to Kola, she said, The treasure trove of compassion has been greatly compassionate upon you. He wants to make you his own. He, in all variety of manners, assured me that he has recognized your great love for him and that he'll be taking you back to Amritsar with him when he leaves Lahore, which won't be very long from now. So Kola, she heard this, her eyes just perked up. They opened up, they blossomed like a big lotus flower. And over and over again, she just was asking that servant, okay, tell me, tell me again, you know, what did she say to you? Was he pleased with my letter? Was he not? You know, what, what was his expression like? Will he come here? Will he not come here? You know, he didn't disagree at all, did he? Did he feel uncomfortable about this? The servant just replied about being like, yo, why are you so hungry to know? Don't worry about this. He will be coming back in a few days. And uh, he assured me, you are so fortunate that to be in love with such a great and wonderful Peer. So Kola heard this and then she felt some relief. You know, great love was sprouting in her heart, but she kept that love hidden. She lay down on her bed. She didn't show that she was in love. She didn't show she was happy. She kept groaning to show that she was in pain from the, the beating, the whipping that she suffered from her father. So she told the servant to keep an eye out on the road if Guru Hargobind was riding by. And meanwhile, she covered herself up in clothing so no one could see if she was healing or not. And she just kept making these groans that she was in pain. But the real pain of separation that was deep inside of her, she didn't let that be known to anyone else. The next day, the mother came in and saw that Kolan was still seemingly in great pain. She was groaning. 
The mother saw this, heard it, and she just started yelling at her husband, saying, look what you've done. A daughter is dying now. All our relatives will laugh at us. They'll wonder what happened. They'll think of all these things. They'll say like, oh, she must have done something really bad for this to happen. So the Qazi, the husband, he couldn't say anything back to his wife and just stayed quiet and felt ashamed. And that's how chapter 19 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear how Guru Hargobind meets with Miyamir, a very exalted Muslim beard. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page.